We're on the road. Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with the MTA. And welcome to another exciting edition of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jay Gibbons alongside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA. It's December. It is Christmas time. It's the holidays. It's busy, busy, isn't it? Yep. Oh my gosh, so many parties, so many things to go to, so many community events, but I'm trying to make them all. How about you? Yeah, me too. I know. My calendar's full all the way through next year. <laughs> I know, mine too, mine too. <laughs> well, make time to help out the community whenever you can. And I know the old Newsboys is one that's been around since I think 1928 or 29. It's amazing. It's a long time. And they do so much great for the community. Uh, you may have known Chris Hamilton, who was running that for the longest time. Unfortunately, he passed away, but we have somebody wonderful trying to take over his boots, which is a big size pair of boots to take <laughs> over, but he's doing an excellent job. And he's a friend of mine, and he's just an amazing person. His name is Tony Tucker, and we asked him to take a few minutes away from his busy schedule to talk to us to tell us more about Old Newsboys. So, Tony, thank you for taking time to talk to us today. Thank you. I'm really glad to be on the show. Well, I'm glad you're here. Well, I know I see you at the Chamber events all the time, and there's always something wonderful that Old Newsboys is out doing, but you yourself, you've been in this community all your life. You used to own Crystal Joe's Diner. I must say, that is one of the best diners I think I'd ever been to. I'd only gone to it one time before you actually sold it, but it was the most delicious food I ever had. How long did you own that? I was there for 13 years. Wow, to think that I didn't know about that whole time. I missed out. So it's still in business though, right? Um, It's not currently open, but an individual did buy it, and he's just doing a big remodel on it. It's going to give the community something really nice to visit. Well, it was the best food. You were back there cooking, and you were when I saw you, you were just getting ready to do a fundraiser, and you were going to get in a boxing rink and take on (laughs) an actual professional (laughs) boxer. I I was going to pay you money not to get in that (laughs) ring, and you still did it. Yeah, that that, that was the first time I I think I met you in there, and I, I really hoping you were going to pull that fundraiser together but you were a little late so i had to get in the ring <laughs> <laughs> well my gosh you scared the bejeebies out of me you offered me tickets like no 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 here's money not to do it i don't want you to do it so what was that <laughs> for what did you put your life in the line for who were you trying to help at that point at that point in time i had an individual working for me who was retired and disabled mma fighter he had got hurt in the ring and he had been working for me for about three four years after the the fire and um I'm sorry, I said fire. I've been working for me three or four years after he had gotten injured and him um, and his daughter experienced a house fire and they lost oh. everything. Oh. And they, they walked away with nothing. And um, wow. he had came to work, you know, after gathering himself for a few days and we were just sitting there after hours talking and he said, man, I, I just wish I could get in that ring one more time. And I said, are you crazy? Like, that's how you got in. Right. You know, this position now, what would make you want to do that? He said, because just one fight, I could make enough money to fix this, get go, Aww. get going again. Aww. And I got home that night and I just couldn't stop thinking about what he had said and looked at my wife and I told her what he, what, what he had said. And she says, yeah, that's a bad idea. <laughs> I said, well, you know, I, I said, well, you know what a worse idea is that and it might be crazy enough to work. What if I got in the ring and fought a fighter? <laughs> and, um, Right about $12,000 later, we um, we got them back on their feet with the help of the community. Wow. And uh, I didn't look very pretty for a few days there. Oh, my sure. gosh. But, well, uh, you were a very handsome man, and I was afraid that was going to, like, destroy <laughs> your face. But, no, you came out of it just fine. Yeah, you had a black eye and I think a fat lip. But to take on a professional boxer, once this man was already hurt from a, from a boxing match, what would make you think you should go in there and do that? That was not a very smart idea, was it? <laughs> Well, the Tony Mockney, or a.k.a. Tony Taco, the professional fighter that I yeah. chose, 
Um, I chose him because he was a good man, and I knew he wouldn't hurt me too bad on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so most people don't realize it, but he was the hero in the ring. I was a punch-drunk clown out there throwing punches, and he was he was just controlling the situation and trying to make me behave. Did you even, <laughs> like, try to train for this fight? Um, I did. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> but um, I didn't want to train too much because I was afraid if I went out there with any skill that he would hurt me. <laughs> that was smart, yep. That was really brave and very generous of you to do that. I know you were still working at the diner when you were trying to do that. And then when Chris Hamilton, before he even passed away, of course, he was talking about retirement. And I know he came to you and he wanted you to take over for him. And to me, that is a huge honor. And I know you probably did not want to do that because you had the, you have a family, you have children, you have the Crystal Joe's Diner, and you had been doing something that I think everybody may have seen on television, and that is where you would take bikes from anywhere around the, the area here, and you'd fix them up and give them to children for free. How did you arrange that? Um, I had a lot of help from um, the City of Flint schools and uh, like AmeriCorps. There's one individual who really helped me put that um, on the map and grow, and his name is Rollin Lillard. And um, he was just amazing. He's just a really good community organizer. Um, my first year doing it, we just kind of did it to, you know, be helpful, maybe get some attention to the restaurant. And then the second year, it got much bigger. And I was like, wow, man, where did that come from? And I said, man, we need a bigger parking lot. We need a place to do this. And uh, the community started talking. And uh, Mr. Lillard came to me and said, hey, what do you think about holding this over here at Nethercut Elementary? And I was like, yeah. Next thing I know, we're pumping out a thousand bikes thousand bicycles a year into the community and it's totally uh, free you didn't charge the families anything you gave them these bikes for free and it cost you time and money to fix these bikes up but you didn't charge a thing did you no no money at all they got food and while they were there they got to take food home we had entertainers come in it was a a really great experience and it's you know the big community event like everybody i got a lot of attention out of it because you know they (laughs) called me the bicycle man (laughs) you know what they say it really does take a village so, I mean, did you have fundraisers? Did you have people donating? How did you afford that? Because I know that money, that, that came out of your pocket for all the food and the bicycles and the time and the energy and the parts. So did you have anybody helping never, you? Initially, I never really asked anybody for any money. I just asked them for the old bike in the garage that nobody was riding anymore. And then I would fix them up and kind of rob Peter to pay Paul, you know, taking good parts of, you know, bikes and saving them. And next thing you know, I was saving them in bins and then a couple of, uh, you know, businesses reached out and individuals reach out. But my first big donation was from the Johnny Burke's Children's Foundation. And um, I, you know, I'd heard the name Johnny Burke, but I had never met him. And he just showed up at the restaurant one day and he says, we really like uh, uh, what you're doing. Um, this was after the first year out there at Nethercut. We gave away 500 bikes. And uh, he says, uh, my, my foundation wants to give you $2,000 to help oh. you next year. And I fell on the floor. I got goosebumps. <laughs> That's great. I remember thinking, like, real money? What am I going to do with that? You know? <laughs> well, I'm sure you already spent way more than that, the food and the bikes and everything else you'd been doing. So, man, that's great. Yeah. But It was definitely a uh, passion of labor, love of labor, I yeah. guess. How many bikes do you think you gave away in the whole time you were doing that? Eight years, it was over 6,500. Oh, my land. Wow. Well, you're so busy now, you can't really do that because you are helping the community with the old newsboys now. So yeah. the bikes, you had to kind of take the, a rest for a while, correct? Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm officially retired from the bicycle program. <laughs> Good for My you. neighbors are all very excited about it. Oh yeah, they didn't like all the bikes in the yard, did they? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, everybody loved me except my neighbors, and my yeah. neighbors were all very tolerant of me, and I appreciate that. 
Uh, well, I know that it was I not. I can't do them both. No, you can't. No way. And I know that it was not an easy task taking over for Chris Hamilton's shoes in this part, in this position for the old newsboys. But I must say you're doing a fantastic job and I'm really proud of you. And it is such a great organization. For people who don't know about what old newsboys is, can you give us a rundown of what it is the organization is? I can actually. Uh, they've, they've actually been around since 1924. And it's right here in Genesee County. It's, it's just a home base. All, all our funding comes from Genesee County and all our money stays in Genesee County. So if there's a child in Genesee County, and there are, because we average about 6,000 of them every single year who need some assistance at Christmas time, uh, they get one of, our, one of our packages. And that package contains two pairs of socks, two pairs of underwear, sweatshirt, sweatpants, dental hygiene products, and then uh, three age-appropriate gifts along with a winter hat and winter gloves. Everything we give away is brand new. Wow. And, mm-hmm. and our toys are pretty modern to today's standards and, you know, based on their age and everything too. So it's, it's an amazing program. Like the bike thing was very fulfilling, but it was more of a want where now I feel like we're fulfilling needs and that, that it feels good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was going to tell you when I was doing the radio station, Mike and I would go out or whoever my co-host was at the time, and we would collect for the old newsboys because I knew what a great organization it was. And I cannot tell you how many people would come up to me and they were successful business owners today. And they would say, if it were not for the old newsboys, we would never have had a Christmas. The only thing they got for Christmas was that box that had those socks and the toy and the pajamas in there. And they, they were so grateful for it, they would come and donate back because they knew what a difference it had made. And it's only a $20 donation to help make that box happen. It's isn't that all you charge for? Like if somebody wanted to donate, $20 would make that box happen? That's exactly right. It takes a $20 bill to sponsor one Genesee County child. And I'm going to tell you, I've heard all these stories as well, but I'm the youngest of seven children and I come from a hardworking family, but my mom and dad didn't have, uh, they didn't have the, you know, really great jobs, you know, so they didn't make a ton of money and it was a struggle. We were never hungry, but it was, it was often a struggle to get maybe some other things that we needed. And, um, you know, I, don't, I think a lot, a lot of people looked at me really, looked at me really surprised when I tell them, you know, if it wasn't for the old newsboys, we wouldn't have had a Christmas. And I know a lot of other kids that wouldn't have. So well, I didn't even know the- about it. I mean, I was the youngest of four kids and we, we struggled a lot too, Tony. And I, we did not know about the old newsboys at that time, which is unfortunate. I'm so glad you're out there telling people about it. So if somebody does need to use these services, how can they get a hold of you to get a box like that for their child? Uh, the first easiest thing that they can do is um, just Google Old Newsboys of Flint, and they will find our website. But, but the website is Old Newsboys of Flint or Old Newsboys dot org. Any way you Google it, you're going to find us. And then just scroll right down on the page. We're open for registration, and they click on the link, and they'll put their ch- child's information in there, their information, and then they will be emailed a appointment time where they can come and pick up their box. Um, and if they um, do have a position where they're unable to go online and apply. And a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot of people out there that really struggle with being able to do that because it's, it's not everybody can get online for right. various reasons. That's but, what I was um, thinking. Yeah. All they got to do is stop by here on Wednesdays. We do open enrollment on Wednesdays. They come down and sit across from us. And we'll, we'll take our time. We'll be patient with them. We'll get them, we'll get them all signed up. And like you said, if they didn't have the ability to go online to find that um, email, what is your address that could find you? It's 6255 Taylor Drive, Flint, Michigan, 
4507. And if you need a ride down there, your ride is right there for them as well mm-hmm. with yep. the uh, MTA. So they can get a ride down there. And of course, if they're veterans, they get free rides, which is very nice. But so uh, what's the deadline? If somebody's listening and think they, they think I do need to get my child a box from there, is there a deadline before Christmas they have to get down to you? We are going to be shut down on December 17th this year. Okay. So, so they need to, you know, they got a few weeks to get it in. Okay. And if somebody wants to donate that $20, can they go online too to give you a $20 bill or to, to help you with that? Yeah, they can go online. They can go to neighboring businesses. We have a Christmas tree poster that hangs up in businesses and organizations all over Genesee County. And um, that for $20, you can sponsor a child and they'll give you a button and, uh, and you get to write your name on the Christmas tree. Aw, I love that. Yeah, I got my button and I'm going to get some more too. Aren't you doing a fundraiser coming up here pretty soon? Yep. We actually, uh, December 10th, we're having our annual paper sale, which is our biggest fundraiser of the year. And, um, you know, it's, it's a really big deal to us. It's, it's one of the uh, keys to our survival and our mission here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I loved giving to the old news boys because I know how much they give back. And you've told stories before that just really stuck with me. The one that you'd shared with us, the chamber event was how the family didn't have any money for a Christmas tree and they had to wait until Christmas Eve until the people at the Christmas tree lot had left and they would go and pick up their Christmas tree at borrow it and take it home and decorate it for their Christmas. You don't realize yeah. how much people will struggle and that old newsboys box would mean the world to them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That story. I, I, I will never forget that story. Yeah. It was, uh, it affected their, me. that was their tradition. Like taking a Christmas tree that was unwanted left behind and, and, and celebrating their fa- with it, with their family. Yep. yep, that was a great story. I mean, it was sad, but very uh, powerful to know that some people don't have that luxury that we do to go out and get an artificial tree or buy a, a real tree and decorate as a family. So, yep, that's that's important. You don't realize how many people are out there that need you. So you're you're in the right spot there, Tony, helping out so much as the way you do. Well, I really appreciate that. If I can, if I can help people remember or be reminded or be informed that um, sometimes things aren't always as they appear. You know, there's people out there who look like they're doing a lot better than they are, but they're, they're whether they're financially or physically or mentally just having a bad couple of years, there's a lot of people out there that need help and they need to know about these resources. So, so please, you know, don't judge them. Just let them know what's going on. Don't, right. don't assume that somebody does or doesn't need any help. Is there a way they can call the old newsboys or just go down in person or online? Um, yep. They can call with any questions that they have, but the best thing to do to get a child registered is to go to our website or come on on Wednesdays. But okay. if they call, everybody here is great. They're going to, anybody answers the phone is going to be able to answer any questions that you have. And what is that phone number? It's 810-744-1840. Tony, thank you so much. I know you're so very busy this time of the year too, because you have to do it all before December 17th. So we're going to let you go and get back to playing Santa Claus. But I want to thank you for your time and thank you for listening and, you know, listening every week because we have other wonderful organizations just like yours out there. So you might find something that can benefit you as well. Thank you, guys, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, and thanks. And thank you for listening, to everyone, to On the Road with MTA, Stephanie K and Jay. That's me. That's our way. <laughs> so, <laughs> Merry Christmas. The holidays are coming. Stay, keep yourself safe, and thanks for listening. You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.